Welcome to the DreamSpark Podcast, where you'll learn to build a great life as a solopreneur, side hustler, and telecommuter. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the only six things you will ever need to crush it as a solopreneur. Hello, this is Blake Emmel back for another episode of the DreamSpark podcast. Today, I am experimenting with video. This is exciting. Today, I'm going to be talking about the only six things you need to crush it as a solopreneur. I'm going to list these things out in very precise fashion so that you can implement them and they should be really actionable. I hope that they'll be simple and I hope that you can get a glimpse into my journey as a solopreneur so far. By no means is it finished, but I'm on my way and I'm really excited about it. Um, So I'm just going to get right into it. Being a solopreneur is difficult. It's very hard to know how to manage yourself and how to be productive on a day-to-day basis, especially if you're the boss. If you're the solopreneur, you're the CEO of whatever company, brand you're trying to build, it is hard to to build that role because you've never done it before. Um, So these tips are really meant to help you understand how to get the the ball rolling, so to speak, how I've done it, how I'm doing it now. And I would love feedback as well. So the first thing is play to your passions and not your strengths. That's number one. Typically, people are going to tell you, find what you're really good at and do that thing. But I would ask you a question. If I gave you the choice, you had to pick between two doctors that you could go see. The first doctor was naturally just gifted at medicine, really smart, born smart, doctor, family. So mom was a doctor, dad was a doctor, grandparents were doctors. Everybody has a medical background in the family. Goes to uh, you know Harvard Medical School and just gets great grades, but doesn't really want to do that. Does it just out of necessity of being in that family? So that's, that's Dr. A, the highly intelligent, bred to be a doctor, doctor. But then I offer you doctor number two, who comes out of more humble beginnings. Dad was maybe a garbage man or a government worker. Mom had to stay at home and watch the five kids. Um, Not a lot of college background in the family. And this, this child decides to go into medicine because of the, the hardships in, in her life and really becomes passionate about helping people through medicine and has to work extremely hard, harder than anybody else in her class, because maybe she wasn't born as intelligent about medicine as Dr. A. But she makes it through eight years of school, four years of residency, and becomes an amazing physician. And she did it all because she really, truly wanted to, and wasn't born with all of the talent in the world. So I'd ask you, Which doctor would you prefer to have? Would you prefer to have the naturally gifted and strong doctor or the naturally passionate doctor? And I would say passionate because that doctor in the end is going to end up knowing more about medicine than the other doctor by far because Dr. B will never stop learning, right? So be that kind of person as a solopreneur. Don't do things because people tell you that you're good at them or because you have a natural proclivity for being good at that thing. Instead, 
What do you really care about that you will consistently work on for your entire life to learn and to perfect? That is what you should do. Hands down, every time. Play to your passions, not your strengths. Number two, we talk about this every time, but you have to narrow down your niche that makes you stand out like a unicorn in a sea of donkeys, as Larry Kim says. Your niche is what's going to separate you from all of the other people that are trying to do what you do, but you're going to do it better because you're not going to focus on pleasing everybody. You're going to focus on pleasing the right people. So narrow down your niche, find that very specific phrase. It should really, your niche should, you should be able to say it in a sentence, not just a word. It should kind of, you know, be a few words so that it's more specific. And once you find that niche, then you can move on to step three. So step three is to find like-minded people on social media and cater to them, not to the masses. So whether you're putting out content whether you are putting out a product or a service, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're doing, do it really well and do it toward people that are like-minded. Don't just go follow random people because you could probably get them to follow you back. That's not going to be effective. That's not going to move the needle. Instead, go on to Instagram, go on to Facebook, go on to LinkedIn and connect with real meaningful relationships with people that share your interests, that share your 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 mind for what you're doing. Maybe these aren't people that want to be solopreneurs themselves, but they support the movement. Those are people that are perfect to be in your tribe. So you should be going after those kind of people instead of just whoever you can get because those people don't last. Number four, just be you. Be authentically you 100% of the time. People hate pretenders. They can spot them from a mile away And you know what? If you get mocked for being you, if you get mocked for your personality, then hey, at least you still have their attention. The people that are mocking you are paying attention to you. And that's what this is all about. It's just about marketing really is just about getting attention and you've got it. So even if people don't agree with you, even if they think that what you're doing is stupid, that may be stupid to them. You still have their attention and those people aren't even interested in you. So don't worry about them. That will all sort itself out. Put out great content, put out a great product or service and be you. Don't vary from that and everything works out perfectly fine. Number five, the the fifth thing that you can do to crush it as a solopreneur, just make mistakes every day. But the key here is don't make the same mistake tomorrow. So today I might make a mistake where I invoice a client and accidentally put the wrong number in. Now that is a big mistake, right? Um, But the next time that I'm filling out an invoice, I certainly will go back to that experience and it won't happen again. And if it does happen again, I deserve to be fired. Now I know you're not going to do this. You're going to be much more detailed um, and, and action, you know, detail oriented than I am, but Just don't be afraid to make mistakes. Be afraid to recommit those mistakes. You don't want to do the same things over and over again. You want to learn. That's really effective. That's just how, that's just learning. That's growth. And finally, the sixth thing that you can do to crush it as an entrepreneur is to never, to ask what you're worth based on results and experience and never charge less because you think that clients want that. Because clients don't actually want you to be bad at your job. When you're saying that you'll charge less for your services, 
what you're really telling them is, you know, I've just been overcharging you. My services aren't really that great. I could charge you less and I'd be fine because my services aren't really worth that much, but they are worth that much. Don't give clients the idea that you aren't valuable, that your services aren't premium because they are. You are assuming that you've done the rest of these steps. You're a great solopreneur. You have a great product. You've niched down. You're you all the time. You're using social media to your advantage and you truly care about what you're doing. All that together with the results and experience that you bring to the table, you need to charge what you're worth, not what you think clients want to see. And that's going to be, you know, I've definitely had clients look at my hourly or project rate and say, that's too much for us. And I say, that's fine. Um, that's what I'm worth because I bring results and I'm proud of what I do and I love it. And other clients have been perfectly happy with the, the ROI on this. And if they still don't want to be a part of it, then that's fine. Politely walk away and find a more ideal client. It's totally fine if clients try to lowball you, that you make sure that they know I'm worth more than that. Don't denigrate your worth just because you think clients want that. So that's it. Those are the six things that you need to crush it as a solopreneur. I hope this added value today. I uh, hope that the video worked out well and uh, have a great day, guys.